I just like to educate people on what I do. And then I like to learn about what they do. The more you know, the more you can help. The more people that know what I do, the more they could potentially help me. End of the story. Welcome back to the Kelly Limer podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand strategist on a personal mission to inspire at least five people a day to take action, do something different and show up as the best person that they aspire to be in life and in business. Loving all your messages, whether that's through LinkedIn, whether that's on Instagram, to say that you've been inspired by something that you've heard on one of these podcasts, keep them coming. It makes my day and it makes the guest day knowing that it's had an impact. Thank you in advance for being one of my five a day. You can also drop a review on Apple Podcasts. This really does help the algorithms and it being seen by new people. And in this episode, there is so much value. If you're in business, you are absolutely going to love this. Today's guest is Lucy Bradley. She's a client. I've been a client of hers. She's been a client of mine, friend. And she's brand commander of Plug, her branding agency, and has been for the last 15 years. Now, she is so passionate, as you're going to hear um, on this episode, about design, but I would even say more so helping businesses grow. And she's really made it her mission to educate business owners and marketing departments on how to create great marketing plans and retain customers. It's a philosophy based on the theory that by helping other businesses rise, we all rise together. And I couldn't agree more. I love this, that when she's not being super active and outspoken in the business community, because if you know Lucy, she has her moments, she has a sense of humor, you're going to hear that in this podcast, but she really enjoys raising cups of teas to her lips and practicing French. And she actually talks about the French Business Council as well. She believes in being tactical, not only in marketing, but in communicating the way to grow your business. And in this episode, it really is a snapshot of her masterclass where and how you can improve in your business. So pen and paper at the ready. Hi, Lucy. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Uh, Thanks for having me. This is my first ever podcast recording. Yay! I know you have got so much value to share today. I'm super excited. I've actually known Lucy for, what would you say now, 15, 2008, 2009? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Since 2008. We're really showing our, our true age now in uh, in Dubai, aren't we? And we first met, was it at a networking event? Because that is what you are prolific at, is networking in your business. Was that a networking event? Yes. Uh, you spoke at um, Heels and Deals at their first ever event at the Westin. Oh, wow. God, now we're really turning the clock back. Okay. So I know you, but the audience doesn't. Why don't you give a little bit of a backstory as to what you do on your um, title that's come up? It says Brand Commander. So maybe just elaborate a little bit more on that. And um, and then all the links will be tied together. Yeah, excellent. Thanks. So um, I've been running my agency plug for 15 years in Dubai So it it sort of started as a a design branding agency, which it still is. But what I'm doing more and more now is really helping businesses understand what their problems are in the marketing. So often it is a lack of marketing or we don't keep in touch with our customers. 
But the big one is, you know, how do I find customers? How do I convert them? So I started about five years ago, putting a masterclass um, together, a two-hour session to kind of address those and more to inspire people rather than, you know, giving them loads and loads of information they can't really implement or do anything with or it's too complicated is to actually inspire, look, this is what works for people. This is what I do. This is what my clients have done. Take your pick what you want to go for. And um, this has been five years that I have mastered my own masterclass and I continue to run them. I do them one-on-one and I love teaching it. I never get bored of helping people grow. And because for me to retain clients myself, the more you can help people grow, you grow with them. So it makes I love sense. that. Yeah, more you can grow or the more you can help them grow, you grow as well. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the mistakes? What are some of the common mistakes that you see business owners make in the marketing space? I think at the moment now, it's got to be time wasted. Uh, and I really see people spending so much time. And don't get me wrong, I love social media in its place. I do love it. I love what people do with it. But I see a lot of people just wasting time on it. And then I say, that's great that you're doing that. But that's just the noise. What, where's the engine? Where's the customer database? Or where's the prospects? What are we doing with the clients we've got now and keeping them in the business? Or what are we doing with the prospects that we're meeting and seeing? How are we getting them into the businesses? Well, they can look at us on Facebook. Great. What happens if they're not on social media? What if your audience isn't on social media for whatever reason, probably because they're too busy working on something else. (laughs) What what, what is then your strategy for growth? Um, And I just find people waste the time in the wrong places and and lack of consistency. So if you're going to start posting on something or you're going to start newsletters, keep going with it. If you're going to send out printed material, and I love print, if you're going to send out things, then keep sending it and have that consistency. I think that's quite an important point. So let's go back to the first one about social media. And certainly the the newsletters versus social media. People think social media is super easy and that's how you will get your clients in, which Mm. it is a great way from a brand perspective to position yourself as the expert. But, you know, we all know what happened when Instagram went down and everyone was like, (gasps) you know, all my clients or all the people that I speak to. Whereas one of the things that, you know, you should focus on is not actually just having social media platforms being the only way that you can actually communicate with your clients. So I think that's such a valid point. The other aspect is consistency. I see it so often in clients that I mentor. Why do you think people aren't consistent in their marketing? I think it's, um, I think people want that instant gratification. So it's like um, I've posted something. How many likes have I got? How many follows? How many likes? Great. Five likes. Oh, it's 12. And I think because people can't see that you've got to work at it, marketing. If it was that easy, we'd all be millionaires. You know? <laughs> and I think, I think people need to, to work at it. Marketing is an ongoing relationship. It is just nudges to be remembered by your audience. It's never going to lead to one thing. And I think people just 
expect instant results because you can press a button, order a burger online. I think people just think they can just post something and get a client straight away. Doesn't work like that. And I even think that, you know, if I remember rightly, because we've actually worked together from a personal brand perspective as well. And Mm. I think you said to me, if I'm not mistaken, that it was the consistent emails and you said it was just one of the days the emails landed in your inbox and you're like, yeah. right now is the time. Because we've known yeah. each other, as we said at the start, since 2008, yeah. 2009. You've seen me evolve. You've actually worked with me over the years as um, when yeah. I was smiling days. But it was one of those emails that had come in and you were like, right, Kelly, I'm ready. Yeah, it was, are you ready to work on your personal brand? And I was like, yes, I need help with this. But all the other times I'd seen it, but it didn't speak to me like that one because it was obviously more geared towards styling. And then are you a business owner that wants to look at amplifying your personal brand? Yes. And that's when I said, right, that's the person for me. Love it. That that, and I was sick of receiving them and not taking any action. (laughs) You're still getting them, no? But I do. I love it. I do love that that's, a perfect example of kind of following it through. You have got tons of examples, though, when you've worked with clients, and I've been in your masterclasses before. Can you mm. share a couple of examples of like clients that you've worked with that have had great results from, from just being consistent in their marketing and not purely relying on just social media? Yeah, one, one good one is, um, is one of my business um, owners, and it's, it's a niche business. It is um, a sewing school and it, you know, it sounds maybe a bit kitsch, but you know, it's a proper adults and classes. And I said, we need, and her goal with the marketing with me again, what's the problem? What problem are we trying to solve? And she's like, well, you know, we want more kids. We want more adults. And she goes, sure, I can keep posting on social, but that wasn't really working effectively. We needed to think bigger. So I said, well, where do these people hang out? Where do these kids hang out from 7.45 in the morning to 3.15 in the day? And we devised a list. And she said, well, shall I email them? I said, we're not going to email them. We're going to send them something, something designed by me, something that might have a, a sewing touch to it to show effort, um, something unique, something that's personalized and we're going to send it to the principals and we're going to send it to the the schools we think should be the ones that we collaborate with Um, and what can we do and we got a school signed up so it's now in the curriculum so we wanted 10 students we've got over 165 new oh I love that that's a real are a real um, perfect example of a return yeah. on investment, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh, my goal was 10 and we got 165 yeah. and that's volume as well. Oh, and but, but the best bit of all, she didn't want to do this. She thought that this would be a bit too, this was like, no, this is what Plug does. That's what you do, Lucy. You love sending stuff out, out there. This, that, will they, will they read, will they read it? Will they open it? Will they get it? Well, they act on it, but furthermore, she was not expecting them to put it into the curriculum. And they said, yeah, great. So that's, that's just one of uh, my success stories. The, the clearer you are, the more targeted you are, 
and you ask yourself repeatedly that question, who is my ideal client? Where are those ideal clients? Mm -hmm. Where are they? Where will I find those people? And again, other successes are just around consistency, just around doing something different. So there's, you know, lots of things that I'm doing at the moment where people are, maybe it's the tone of voice, maybe it's the way that they communicate with people. It's all these little touches that can make the, make the difference. What about, do I remember, you told a story at one of your masterclasses, it was about the dental surgery and, and they had all their clients, like all in these boxes and they were there, but they'd never done anything with it. Oh, the dusty dentist. Um, so yeah it was it was a dentist in um, that end of town and um, they said new clients and we worked with them on and off you know they were very nice family run business loved everything about them very personable and she said we need new clients new clients new clients and I said yeah heard that one a few times and we sat in the kitchen of the villa of the, the practice and uh, it was a, a big kitchen, one of those old style villas. And um, I tripped up over one of the boxes and was like, what the hell? And I looked around and I was like, what are all these boxes? And these are patient records. So I did a mental calculation of what I thought was there for the last 10 years of a business. There had to be probably between 10 and 15,000 records as well as x-rays, x-rays, dental records, name, patient's name, phone number, email address, maybe the physical address. But I said, well, hang on a minute. We've got five receptionists out the front. Three of them were on Facebook as I walked past. Um, (laughs) And uh, one of them made me a tea, very nice. But why aren't we, if we're looking for new clients, wouldn't it make sense to go back to the last 10 years and um, maybe start with the records? And if nothing else, just to get them out. This was floor to ceiling of records all the way around this square kitchen. I think there was even some in the oven. Um, (laughs) Yeah, literally, it was everywhere. It was like, oh, another one. But they, they... was so reluctant and the reason for that was was because they had never thought to look back and they never wanted to do this because this would have meant somebody taking ownership picking the phone up are we in are we out are we still in town are we interested let's just and if nothing else just to eliminate these people they never wanted to touch it so they wanted to just keep doing random and I call it random it social media posts and and I said to them perhaps get a praying mat and start hoping and praying for clients um, as opposed to tackling 10,000 records of people who had already been to them and were known to them and had paid money because it's it's so much easier I mean that's well documented in marketing generally that it's cheaper. much easier, cheaper and much easier to sell to someone yeah that's already bought from you if you look at the relationship, the selling time, you know, the, the dating of a, of a new relationship, and you might have to, and you might do it yourself, but you do one or two coffees. And then after another coffee, it's like, mm, you know, this is, this is getting a bit much now to spend three hours soliciting somebody. Whereas a client you've worked with, it could be a quick call. It could be a quick message, worked with you before, 
it's time to rebook you. Do you want to come back? It's an easier and cheaper, much cost effective, but I don't know why we're so obsessed with finding new clients when chances are we've got the data. You know, if all else fails, look in the oven. You might have some data records there. So tell me, because I'm sure those are listening are going, so please tell me that they went and looked through their clients. And No, would you be surprised if I told you they closed down six months later? No way. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I want to touch back on that word that you said, because I've heard you use it quite a lot, I think, in your master classes, and it's about dating your prospect and, mm. and communicating with them. And it's a really nice analogy because people can relate to going on a date with someone, but they don't often think about their clients in the same. It is. It's, it is the dating game made easier if they're under 35 and male. <laughs> it's you're, it's a you're... much better it's a much better prospect because then you don't care if it takes a bit longer and then you can work out your outfit and if, I need, to shop eye candy. With, <laughs> if I need to shop with you before the next meeting um but but it is it, it is the dating game one of my clients who came back to the master class last week she said oh yeah we we dated for a while you sent me a card and then you sent me a follow-up you invited me for breakfast um, I believe you picked up the bill for breakfast. I said, yes, I did. And then we had another coffee and she said, oh, I quite like the dating game. But she said, but why is it only you have done it? And she said, when I invested a lot more money into having um, uh, not an interior design job, but something much bigger and more expensive, she said, I just, there's the quote, uh, in or out. <laughs> and nobody seems to want to, it's like nobody takes clients out to woo them, do they? You know, like for Christmas drinks or anything. And I think we've kind of lost that here. We don't really have that that sort of, um, that kind of relationship building. I, I always say to people in my sessions, you know, I, are you dating your potential clients? Or even during when they are a client, how much time do you spend with them? Do you think about them and help them or do you just take the money? Mm. So what would be your formula for dating then? And we're talking about prospects, not the under 35 year olds. Although if you have some advice for that, then I'm sure someone listening would love that too. But yeah, what, what would be your kind of process on, on dating someone in business? Uh, well, so, so find out the problem. So I would meet them, I'd get off Zoom, I'd get off Teams, get off your ass, go and meet them, go into their environment and, um, you know, because a lot of selling is, is filling the gaps and finding the opportunity. Find out what the problem is. So my problem is lack of clients, lack of past clients. We, we've messed about. We, we don't have a clear message. Nobody knows what we do. So what can you do to help? Okay, so we can send a proposal. We, you know, we can talk them through a proposal. But... I think the best thing you can do with people is actually um, is help them, maybe refer them, you know, may, maybe help them with, it could be that they might say, the accounts are, you know, in a plastic bag, you know, we, we need some help with understanding our finances. And the more you can help people and then go, well, I know a great accountant, maybe this could be of help and she'll be one paying the bills in a few weeks time. Um, but it could be, um, okay, well, what about collaboration? Have you thought about this? And the, the more you become of service to them, 
the the more um, that that it's going to be a natural. We need to work with Lucy because she seems to know everyone. I don't actually. I don't get out. Um, but, <laughs> um, You've been in Dubai a long time. You know a lot of people. It's because I annoy people and they just remember it for next time. But um, but you know the more you become of service to people and help them, you become one. You become a natural go to person, and it makes sense for them to work with you because they're like, oh well, she's great. She brings this to the table. We're either a, a giver, a life's giver, or we're not. And I want to give people. I mean, I've got a client um, who is, is is a coach who specialises in menopause. Normally, I'd run a mile from anyone that talks about that word. But, you know, I, I, I want to help her and I want to help her grow a business. And, you know, I, I love getting involved with people's businesses to the to the point where they feel they, they really need me. I love that. Perhaps you know, she could be someone yeah. um, worth speaking to for the Kelly Lumber podcast, Menopause. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I'll connect you. You do that. You see it live. See, this is where it happens. But, I think but, but this is it. This is it. This is all part of the ecosystem. You know, we, you, you've got my old accountant. She won't like the word old, but she was older. She always used to say, first and foremost, support your clients first and then go and shop somewhere else. You know, so every, nice, everything, nice, nice. every possible way you can support clients. Yeah. What's one way? What's another way? So networking. Oh, I love networking. And, and referring clients. What's another way that yeah, so okay, let's talk about that for a little bit because I, I think we've discussed it. I don't yeah. love networking or I haven't loved networking in the past. We had a call about this. We chatted about this a while ago. I hate small talk. I find it quite frustrating. It's hard. Yeah. So yeah. For someone that hates small talk, what or, or who's listening doesn't know how to network, what would be your tips on sort of supporting in that way? Well, again, go with a goal. So have, have a goal in mind what you want as an outcome for, um, uh, for a successful evening. And, um, but I think a lot of people go and go, right, I've got to get new clients, new clients, right, I need to find someone, new clients. It never works because no, nobody's going to sit and talk, but they might do to you, but they're not going to sit and talk to me about their brand problems or any problems. They might talk about their menopause problem and then which case shall we call them. <laughs> But they're never going to talk about their business problems when they've just met you. You're very lucky if you find people like that. It is called the farming game. So you're farming connections. And I always look around the room and think, who could I collaborate with? Who should I bring into my world? And um, and I, I just I like I like hearing people, you know, in terms of what they do and. I just like connecting with people and yeah, sure, at the back of my mind, it might be that I can work, but usually I want to get them in the masterclass. So I always find that I just have a goal of what I want to come away with. And then I just, I just go and meet people and I, I do the usual Dubai questions. I might just say, oh, how long have you been here? What do you, what do you like most about your work? Is there anyone here that's really good looking that I can flirt with? You know, I just use I just use a few icebreakers. I mean, I'm a member of the French Business Council and I was there last night. One British person surrounded by French. You've got to feel sorry for me. 
And it's, it's hard, but I just go in and chat to people. Tell me what you do, you know, and if you don't, and I struggle with small talk sometimes if, if they're not very charismatic or they're a bit shy, a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. Just fire off loads of questions to them. But my objective is always data. So as long as I get their contact details, are you on LinkedIn, connect with them? I just like to educate people on what I do. And then I like to learn about what they do. The more you know, the more you can help. The more people that know what I do, the more they could potentially help me. End of the story. And that's it. And Cordon said, I remember I went to a conference in Miami and this was like one quote that really, he, he's a massive kind of networker. And he was like, business is a contact sport. And whoever has the most contacts win. And I yeah. was like, ooh, I quite like that from a sort of a numbers game. It is a numbers game. It is a numbers game. That data thing that you touched on there is, you know, how many people, how many people do you need to meet until you get a sale out of it? And I know that's something that we've talked a lot about in terms of like when you host a masterclass, you have a masterclass. What's the revenue that can come out of that masterclass? Like you've got the data on that. So, you know, well, it takes me... Yeah three weeks to build up a masterclass or two weeks, I can get 15 people in it and I can usually bring in X amount into sales. You're really clear on yeah. the date. Um, so what kind of things do you think is worth collecting when it comes to data? So numbers is an obvious thing, like the masterclass, what does it bring in? You know, if, let's take that networking example. Um, you go to a networking event. How do you then, do you come home and manually put into the database you're yeah. right okay yeah I, I write to them all personally great to meet you um there was a lady I met last night that had the matching Chanel bag what are the chances of that um so I said nice handbag easy to spot you in the crowd um I write a personal introduction all the time and um, I find them on LinkedIn and then the data goes into my enormous database and then it goes puts in the oven <laughs> But, um, but it's 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 collected, and then they get an e blast from me that's beautifully designed. Because I wouldn't expect I anything other than it being well, beautifully yeah. designed <laughs> with, with a with a with a much better flattering image of me. And they go, "That's not who I met last night." Um, <laughs> why is she sending me that? And then I send them that, which says on it, "I am adding you to my mailing list. I hope that's okay." look forward to seeing you again. And then I, know I can't do any more than, than that. And that is for me, getting a connection from somebody I didn't know to somebody into my world. And they will join the mailing list. They will see me on LinkedIn. And, and you will get some, they, people will reply. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm. But I'm, uh, I'm staggered by the number of people who collect business cards, they go to these networking events, they do nothing with it. And then I think, well, what was the point of going? Yeah. I wanted to just touch on that point there that you were talking about, the last bit about, I've lost my train of thought, like three questions. And I know when you do your master classes, you go into the five levers of marketing, but I want to, I don't want to go into that. I want people to come and learn about that because I really think yeah. already so much value in terms of, you know, networking, marketing, and um, and sort of things that people are not doing in their business that are so simple. And I think some of the things that you've said are absolutely free to do. Yeah, follow up. Yeah. Um, the bit that I wanted to touch on was LinkedIn, because I know that you're not a massive lover of 
social media and as one of the personal brand strategies that we worked on. And I always think it's really important. Like some people love TikTok, some people love this, but I think over the past kind of 12, 18 months, we found a strategy and you found a love for LinkedIn. And that for you makes complete sense because you love networking with people face to face, but what it's allowed you to do, like I I love the, the the way that now you engage with people. You always take a picture. Like we've come so far from never taking pictures. When we first started working together, Lucy, yeah. we, like, we have to take a picture. I think I was always uh, initiating, right, we'll have a picture, let's do it. But now you do that with everyone. Yeah. You post the picture on LinkedIn going, it yeah. was so nice to meet and tag them yeah. in. It's, it's, it's paid in dividends, Kelly, complete dividends. I went to French Business Council last night and they, the president and, um, not the president, the general manager, and maybe the president said it as well. He said, I love what you're doing on LinkedIn. It is amazing. <gasps> oh, so good. I love that. Love and it. And then I went to, I went to a BBG event and um, somebody there said, I know exactly who you are. And I think it was the broken arm that gave it away. <laughs> but he said, um, I follow you on LinkedIn and I love your posts and what you write about people. And, um, and he said, well, we could be in one. And I said, absolutely. Of course we can do it. But it's, it's now got to the point where it's, it's created um, another funnel of leads where people want to meet and connect and say, okay, can we take this offline and can we have a sit down with a coffee? Love. So it's, it's paid in, in six, I think six months to a year when I've really ramped it up, it, it's really changed and it's paying off now. Yeah. Super proud of you. Super proud yeah. of you. I love that. Yeah. And I know I feel I don't do enough with it. I feel there's more I can be doing with it, you know, so, um, but it's what I'm comfortable with, you know, the daily postings, whether it's work, talking about something, meeting somebody. Um, it's, I, I enjoy it. It, it. For me, it's a good investment of my time. More than sort of summary. And then your, your personal platforms, like your Instagram and stuff, you do share a little bit of your personal journey. People get to see a little bit behind the lens, whether it's you at the gym or on your travels or with your son, yeah. that connection through there as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's attracted a stalker on Instagram and I'm trying to <laughs> block him. And it's irritating. But I mean, I'm flattered. I'm 47. I'm, I'm flattered that, you know, somebody from wherever he's from, is is finding me so interesting. Well, um, if you need support, and if because, you know, we, we can laugh on the perspective of stalkers, but if, if there anyone is um, having trouble with stalkers in a really bad way, um, you know, certainly raise the profile to um, Instagram or to Facebook because there is that option of blogging. Yeah. There is that option of uh, reporting them and, um, you know, seriously highlighting with the police because I know in this country here they don't... Uh, they don't take those uh, no. matters lightly, you know, as well. Yeah. I just wanted to wrap up on sort of, because like I said, you cheered so much. I would love for people to come along and learn because you've got so much knowledge in this sort of marketing space. And I think it's really interesting from the perspective that we're both in brands. I work with personal brands, you're in brands and developing it from very different angles. And I think you know, people in business shouldn't be scared to collaborate. Like I've worked with you in business, you've worked with yeah. me. I think that you've demonstrated that perfectly and about collaboration and not competition and 
There's always ways. It's, it's the way forward. It's, it's, it's an easy way to grow. It's the easy way to get in front of um, other audiences. Cross-promotion, if you want to call it that, or cross-pollinating, if you want to call it that. But getting in front of another audience, and I again, I'm staggered the number of people that don't see how it works, how it benefits. And it is, you're looking for for customers and you've got to be open to look in every direction, every op- every opportunity. There could be a client, there could be something there. We're, we're just not opening our eyes, I think. That's what, I think that's what it is. We're just walking around blind. Mm. How can people find you, Lucy? How can they connect with you? They can find me on LinkedIn. So Lucy Bradley. Yeah. Uh, they can find me through my my work um, website, which is plug-uae.com. Or they could go to my new website, Yay! which I've finally done because I'm too busy working on other people's, which is um, thisislucybradley.com. Love it. This is lucybradley.com. It has been an absolute pleasure. You have entertained me. You've inspired me. You've given me ideas. Um, I've absolutely loved it. And I continue to enjoy our friendship and more than that, our business relationship as well. So thanks. Absolutely. Likewise. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to this episode. Were you inspired? What was one of your key takeaways that you can action? Tag me, tag the guest in Instagram. I love to know what really got you going in this episode. If you want to know more about how you can take your personal brand to the next level, then book in for a call with me. Click the link in my bio, work with Kelly, answer the questions and learn a little bit more about how you can take your brand and business to the next level. We've got a couple of ways that you can work with us, whether it's through our brand new Accelerator Mastermind, which has just been launched, to one-to-one, and even working with the extended team on your digital assets if you're looking for branding when it comes to your website, social media graphics. One of the things that we're doing a lot just now is email signatures, just elevating that email with a professional-looking signature at the end. We also have some incredible reviews And did you know this week? So this is great because often when this happens when you first start a podcast, but we are over a year in, we are still, Kelly Loomer Podcast is still in the top 100 podcasts on entrepreneurship in the UK and top 15 in the UAE. And that is thanks to you, you that are out there, that are reviewing this, that are listening to it and sharing it with your friends. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. Thank you so much.